Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Rude and sexy! Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. If anybody wants to buy my farts, I'm open for business. Send me a DM if you want my fart in a jar. I'll make it extra juicy for you. And you know what else I'll throw in for an extra charge? Sometimes at night I sit in my little chair and I pick my toenails. I'll throw a couple toenails in for you, Look too. Look at you. Farts and toenails. That's my new business. You want some pubes? Throw some of those in. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Back. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bo. Hello, man. On campus, all the news and notes you need coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. In the 5 o'clock hour, we will talk about the jackets and how they suck. Mm. We also have the Uncensored podcast up. It's in the feed for you. So if you subscribe to the podcast feed, it's right there. There's nothing else for you to do other than listen and enjoy. Yeah, or maybe I, not enjoy. Well, I hope you enjoy it. I also want to point out the uh, good work that Panama Ted did last night because I got a couple messages on Twitter saying that they had problems with the regular podcast, not that, not the uncensored one, the yesterday's one from yesterday, show. yesterday's show. And so Ted saw these complaints. He then went and did a bunch of detective work. He figured out what the problem was, and it involved him actually downloading all three hours of the show going back in and editing the whole thing by hand. We have like a system that does that for him. Usually he had to go do this last night at midnight. He's up doing it. I was unaware of all of and this. And he posted it to make sure it got in there. Look at you. Got Teddy. it in right in before you know the what? uncensored one. We got an email the other day asking for employee of the <laughs> I, month nominations. You, I, and gonna, I just, I just deleted it because I never nominate anybody. I'm going to be nominated, but I'm going to nominate you. Right now. That's right. I go the extra mile for our listeners because I love them. You do. I do. I saw the same messages and I was like, well, not my problem. I don't know what happened. I'll talk to Ted about in the morning. Well, Ted was already on it. That's no, great. Normally, I would just send a text to Marco. Hey, fix this. <laughs> Marco's in Hawaii. Yeah, Marco's so gone. It was, so. up, it was up to me. Yeah. You know what, though? You understood where the buck stopped. As did yes. I. Yes. As did Mike, who probably didn't even see the messages that were sent to him. But the point is... Ted knew I've got to fix it. No one else can. And that's good. Marco, who you know, sort of acts as the program director mm-hmm. here. Yeah. He's uh, he's on vacation. He went to Hawaii as people do. So he's in Hawaii for a year. He's been talking about how he has to lose weight because he wants to go to Hawaii and ride a horse. And I said, well, "Wait a minute. If Marco's not a huge guy. He's no, a, he's a tall he's guy. Taller, yeah. He's tall." He's, you know, fluctuates like we all do in his 40s. So he's not the thinnest guy in the world. But, but still, he's not, but you wouldn't look at him and shape. say, oh, you're fat. No, 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 not at all. Just a bigger guy. You know, he's over. He's probably, what is he, 6'2"? I would say at least, yeah. 6'2", I'm going to say 250. Maybe, maybe. At his height point. At his high point. 6'2", yeah. 250, which I don't think is that big of a guy. But then again, who the hell are you talking to? 
He says he had to lose weight to ride a horse because the weight limit for the horses they have there is 200 pounds. So for an entire year... What do they have, like Shetland ponies? Well, that's what I was going to ask him, man. I've seen big, burly NFL guys get on horses before. What type of Ally McBeal horses do they have at this place in Hawaii where you got to be 200 pounds or less to ride it? I, I don't know, but... So he worked all year long. Lost 30 pounds, only got to 220, and he's all dejected because now he thinks he can't ride a horse. That's ridiculous. We told him to ride the horse. We get said, on the get horse. on the horse. There's not going to be a scale next to the horse. No. You tell horse guy that you're 200 pounds, you get on the horse, and I'm quite sure you'll be just fine. Well, I, I pointed out to him that, you know, you could get two horses and a big, back in the day, a big yoke, and then put a steel plow behind those two horses and then they'd walk around for 17 hours and yeah. plow a 40 acre field ride them hard put them away wet you you you're telling me they couldn't carry a 225 pound man for an hour in the jungle get out sightseeing. of here sightseeing 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 right. not hard labor not going up to grand canyon or anything are we we're just walking around no yeah, so anyway that's silly he's gonna go to hawaii i hope he rides a horse he'll come back with some sort of equine form of coronavirus to give all of us <laughs> well the, the deer have it yeah they so you have to uh, assume the horses yeah, have it yeah that's right uh is that called bambi covid is that what we're calling that what's that strain of covid the deer covid i don't know i don't know either. i think it's just covid no but it's got to have a variant it's got to that's the bambi variant you got it from ago, a deer i actually read an article where they were discussing the possibility of vaccinating deer and I said, listen now. Oh, listen. I, I, let me tell you about the ultimate vaccination, my friend. I think we may have that. <laughs> well, you would just, days, you would vaccinize. You would euthanize. That's what you would do. <laughs> That's a vaccination, technically. They can't get coronavirus if they're dead. But look, man, you want to have a discussion about vaccinating deer. There's a lot of people in this world in underprivileged countries that are begging for their first shot yeah, and haven't gotten not, it. And we're honestly not, talking about vaccinating deer. Let's not vaccinate. I, I know this is, I can't believe I have to utter this phrase. Let's not vaccinate any animals until we get all the people who want well, it. Well, they're doing animals like the zoo animals. Why? They're getting vaccines. The The tiger mascot from I, LSU, he's gotten two shots. What are we I talking think? about? I, I'm now, with you. I get it. In the U.S., things have been widely available, but there are, like you said, plenty of countries where it has been a struggle to get the vaccine out to everyone yes, who I'm wants saying, it. Get all the people taken care of in this country before we move on to the animals. Everybody in the world, I would some say, of these doses out. I would say everyone in the world, if 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 they are sending doses to the zoo to give a dose to like the Arctic fox, maybe just I like send the Arctic fox. Me too. But send that to the people first that may need it in another part of the world that aren't getting it. Do that first. Let's come on. Rick Fox, then Arctic Fox, <laughs> then Fox Mulder. Mm. Any Try more the, foxes? John Fox. John Fox, right? Let's see. Michael now, J. Fox. Michael J. How did we forget? Yeah. What mm. else am I thinking? There's got to uh, be who more. Who's the guy on Party of Five? I have no idea. Was it Matthew Fox? Oh, yeah, that's right. Matthew Fox. Mm. He was on Lost, too, I think. You're right. I mean, there's um, the Fox Broadcasting Company, but that's a that's not a person. That's an entity. Yeah, 20th Century Fox. 20th Century Fox, Fox right. Burrow. Yeah, that's right. Where else can we go with this? 
Well, can we go like uh, Dominique Foxworth? Yes. Right? That's, that's, there's Fox there. Um, Foxy Brown. Is uh, Jamie Fox? Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox, yes. yes. Different spelling, but still. Sure, but well, I, I went with Foxworth. I would think that counts. All right, so we got a good number of foxes in there. Red Fox. Red Fox. Red Fox. Of course, of course. Red Fox. Sure. What dance are you going to do? Foxtrot? <laughs> Bet people didn't was think there, this would be the first segment of the show uh, today, did they? Was there Star Fox? Am I wrong? Star Fox was a video game. Yes, that's right. I was, I'm not wrong on that. Okay. Yeah. Mm, there's got to be more. I know, I know we're is, forgetting. We're just hijacking the show. <laughs> You know what? This is more entertaining than watching the Jackets last night. No kidding. Jackets lose to the Blackhawks, another listless offensive performance, this time against an equally bad team. I'm so excited. I'm, you know what? This team plays like crap against teams that are good. It's like, ah, what are you going to do? They're playing a good team. Like they're going to Carolina. What is it, tomorrow? They're no. playing Carolina? I'd, that I'd should prefer be a bloodbath. Is that, well, I think that one, we may have a blessing in disguise on that one, because isn't that the one that's on ESPN Plus only? Yes. I think so, so. If you were saying, I don't know if I have a good reason to watch that game. Well, you may actually have a good reason not to watch. You can, of course, hear it on the fan. But we hear that excuse where it's like, ah, oh, they're playing a really good team. What are you going to do? Well, last night, crappy team came in, minus Seth Jones, by the way. Yep. If that were the, the Jackets, minus Seth Jones, were he still playing, then all the excuse makers would come out and say, well, what do you expect? Seth Jones wasn't playing. Well, right. Seth Jones wasn't playing. And you were playing a very bad hockey team. And you went out and matched their badness. Yeah, I, I I get so frustrated with this team. And they've done it a ton this year. It feels like they've done it in big moments over the last, I don't know, five or six years. But this season, it has been, an, it has been a problem all the way through. And that is, Jackets score a goal. And then you have to hold your breath for 60 seconds. Nobody gives up momentum like the Jackets do. And and sure enough, last night, it was actually on Twitter. Goal gets scored, and I saw a lot of Jackets fans going, yay, that was great. Now, please don't give up a goal instantly. And then as people are typing it out, it happens. There you go. This is not an advanced stat, but it should be. Goals given up while previous goal is being announced in arena. Yes. Because the Jackets lead the world they, in that they, category. I believe you're right. Lead the world. Well, and, and I love, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go I ahead. was just going to add, between that and, and giving up a goal with like a minute to go, that also is one that the Jackets seem very good at this yes. year. And I love reading these quotes after the game, too. Look, they, they surprised us with a little hot start to start the season, but we went into this year thinking it was going to be a struggle and that this team wouldn't be very good, but perhaps they would surprise us by being plucky and playing hard. And then you get this quote from Boone Jenner. Yeah, I don't think we played hard enough. All the little battles, it wasn't enough. We need more to get wins in this league. Well, why? Why are you not playing hard enough? You already have the label that you're a soft hockey club. They're not physical, right? Yeah. So you you know that label is out there. The teams think they can come right in here and push you around. So you don't even go out there and match their energy? No. Why? I, I get your point that if this team was fighting like crazy and looked like they were playing as hard as you can and they just, for whatever just not reason, talented they enough didn't to have win the these skill games. to win these games, that would be different. But it is it is disappointing when you hear your captain saying, no, we, we're not playing hard enough as an entire collective unit. Not one or two guys, a collective group here. We're just not getting the job done. That I, I know that the expectations for this team 
were rightfully so pretty low to start the season. So the, you know, sunny side egg of this, if you want to flip it over and look at the positives, would be that, oh, hey, it's only the second time all season that Blue Jackets have fallen below 500. That's fine. But when you look at all of the way that this team has been playing throughout the last month, month and a half after their red hot start, it, it has not been encouraging at all. There there seems to be a lot of guys either stagnating or regressing. And I don't like to see that with a young team. I can understand how teams like the Washington Capitals, teams like the Tampa Bay Lightnings, whatever performance like that, because it's 82 games. And at the end of the day, all of those guys know they're going to be playing in the playoffs. So I can understand how for a night here and there, your mind would wander and maybe you wouldn't put the best effort out there you possibly can. For a team like the Columbus Blue Jackets, that is unacceptable. That is unacceptable. Chances are you're not going to the playoffs. These are your playoffs every single night. A lot of the guys on this team are working to get their next contract or be taken seriously in this league. Where the hell's Patrick Laine been? Yeah. You know, for all the game over shirts and, and logos that we saw earlier this season, he hasn't shown up. I mean, not just not on the score sheet, not even taking shots. Yeah, it's it's really frustrating for this team that does lack skill to not see some of your your most skilled player not being able to get the job done. But man, I, I am I am frustrated about this team. I do understand in the big picture, it is probably better this team isn't giving us false hope because let's be real. Are the Jackets, let's say they play their best hockey, Mike, and Patrick Laine say he was light in the league on fire. What is their ceiling for this team? Perhaps. Oh, I understand that. Getting to the playoffs, which would be nice. This year, you're right. I'm not looking for false hope. I just want hope. I know. Well, and I I'm want saying, hope for the future that, that the future stars are on this roster. Well, and I, I think I think that's a fair question to ask and also to realize some of these young stars are having some growing pains for sure how do you win the national championship spend a lot of money details next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar traffic center Good afternoon. You'll find Parkwood Avenue north and southbound between East Broad Street and East Long Street. That is closed due to a broken water main. It will remain closed until further notice. Please seek an alternate route in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Do you want a sports talk show with two guys who actually know what they're talking about? Oh, sorry. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. What was I going to say? Oh, we were naming all of our foxes. We forgot about... We forgot Megan Fox. How dare us? How dare us is right. Uh, She's probably calling her agent right now saying, Those guys in Ohio forgot about me! (laughs) Don't they know who I am? We all know who you are. (laughs) 
Yes, of course we do. She uh she she's done now with uh Brian Austin Green, right? Yes, that, I believe that all done. that all ended. Yeah. But they were together for a while. I think she's on to uh Oh, the, uh, machine, yeah, gun machine gun, gun Kelly. Machine gun that's Kelly. right. I forgot. That's right. Yes. yes, they like suck face at every yes. big award show. Let him live. It's amazing to me. The guy started out as a rapper and not a very good one, and then transitioned into I don't even want to call it pop punk because that is a slap in the face to great bands like Blink One Eighty Two. It is some ver- and I know Travis Barker's like helped this guy become what he is, but now he's become pop punk guy and now all these very attractive people want to do it with him and whatever good for you machine gun kelly who was he with before this i i find like i feel like someone also equally is hot he well i don't remember but he's in the pete davidson hall of fame for like large dongs i don't know about that skinny skinny guys who don't look like they have a lot of game who apparently do did kate beckinsale do it with him too i think that's correct. yeah because she also did pete davidson right that's what i'm saying davidson and machine gun kelly how old is machine gun kelly now i'm curious i I gotta i gotta i gotta get more on the i'll tell you what kate beckinsale in that underworld outfit oh sure that, that first one now she was hot in all of them but in that first one not a lot of rivals. Nope. 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 You put a hot chick in an all leather outfit, sign me up. Well, they may be sweaty when you take that thing off, but who the hell cares? <laughs> well, it's not a is natural a, fiber. No. Is that a turnoff for you? It's like an insanely hot woman walks into well, the room with I you mean, and is like, yeah, I'm going to get naked and we're going to do things. You're like, all right, just as long as you're not sweating. Oh, my God. And you run out of the I room. I don't want sweating. I don't want that. You know, it, but couldn't that no happen? No one looks attractive taking that leather outfit off. Either you're peeling that off. It's not like something you just, it's not like the, the you know, warm-up pants on an NBA bench where it's just <laughs> whoosh. You got to sit down. You got to really pry that stuff off your skin because mm. it's skin tight. Oh, I know. Then all yeah. of a sudden, the mood is gone because you're watching somebody try and peel this off and get in all that's, weird positions. That's why there's a subcategory where you just leave it on and do it anyway. <laughs> well, I don't want to get over the <laughs> physics of sex with you, but no, I'm saying there's videos of people who oh, think okay. that's all they want to wear is all that stuff, and they go do their thing. Because you're right, they were like, we put these outfits on, they've got us in the right. mood. Now we either have to keep going in the outfit or take it off let's just leave the outfit on yeah but you need to manufacture the outfit to be compatible I, with that yes is what there i'm saying certain certain tailorings right. done to the outfit mm-hmm. and in my mind there is a tailor with like it's a guy he's got pins yeah, right. and, you know he's what? got pins and a, I and a tape measure the crotch out of this but i'd like it professionally done can you tailor this suit <laughs> this so the crotch can removes you, uh, <laughs> I am the foremost latex tailor on the West Coast. Bring it to me. I will fix it for you. Uh, How do you win a national championship? Spending a lot of money. This is from the USA Today. Georgia's first football national championship in almost 41 years was built on many pillars, not the least of which is a financial commitment to recruiting that has been unmatched among bowl subdivision public schools. Over the six-year period that began with the 2015 fiscal year, when Mark Rick was still the head coach, Georgia spent more than $14.8 million on football recruiting, an amount that's just over $3.2 million greater 
than the next largest total, the $11.6 million spent by Alabama. Georgia's total was $5 million greater than the third highest total, Tennessee's, and more than double the sixth highest total, Texas A&M. I got to tell you, Tennessee, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> well, I was just going to say. you're the third highest spent on recruiting. The point of this article seems to be the data indicates if you spend money, you'll win a national championship. See the national champion and Unless their opponent. Unless you're Tennessee. And then their third example is of a team that kind of disproves the entire theory. I'm not saying, yeah, spend the money, do the best you can, get the greatest recruiters and the nicest facilities and all that stuff. But woof, what is Tennessee doing? They just take all that money and then just drop it in trash bags on people's porch and go, good enough? Is that what they're doing? Because that's because maybe recruits are getting the money. They're like, I don't know where this came from. They didn't even leave a note. Maybe Tennessee just doesn't even tell you this money was earmarked for you. But we forgot to say Rocky Top or something that would let you know. I wonder what they're spending the money on, though. It's got to be facilities and things like that, right? You know that. Well, that remember, would be a different category, though. Well, no, I mean, like, Brian Kelly, when he went down to LSU and he had that goofy video with the five-star quarterback who committed to LSU, and they're in that room that had lights and spinny stand that they were on and all that stuff. That had to be something that was, they have to earmark that for recruiting, right? right? I, I enjoyed this line. Schools are instructed to define recruiting expenses as amounts for transportation, lodging, Meals per, for prospective student-athletes and institutional personnel on official and unofficial visits. Telephone charges, postage, and such. In my mind, Georgia spends all that money on stamps. <laughs> They're mailing letters and well, postcards. <laughs> they spend all that extra cash on stamps. Yeah, that's right. Or sending bags of money through the mail. One of the two. Well, that's postage. That's postage, It's yeah. postage. So... Are we to believe that the way college recruiting works, and I know they do send lots of mail, and I know it's all, I'm guessing the way that money's spent, the money is spent more in private, the sense of... Private planes is what it's being spent on, probably. Well, no, but also on the postage stuff, I know there are places at, in different schools that they will send a recruit a personalized letter every week or every day saying, here's what we envision for you here, and here's why you should come here, and here's some more promotional materials that this is what you'd look like playing for us, and this yeah. is what we think you could do. They will do stuff like that. I just can't imagine that's the the biggest reason. It's got to be more of that other stuff, like you go out to nice dinners and things like that. I saw an article today about Antonio Brown that made me laugh. I will share it with you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Just a reminder about a road closure. You'll find Parkwood Avenue north and southbound between East Broad Street and East Long Street that is still closed due to a broken water main. That's going to remain closed until further notice. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy melt burrito in that hand. Season beef with a three cheese blend. Put another beefy melt burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. And participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time, price and participation vary, tax extra. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck! 
Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. On campus, coming up at 448, name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. So I saw this today. made me laugh out loud. TMZ caught up with Antonio Brown, mm-hmm. as they do, they you know catch you on the street and they pepper you with questions. And you know, one of the questions was, "Hey, Antonio, you, you regret doing what you did, taking off your uniform and all that?" His response was, "It probably wasn't necessary or professional." <laughs> then, the, then the story says, Brown told TMZ while on his way to dinner with Kanye West. Mm. That's just what those That's, two need, each other. Put Dennis Rodman at that table, and then the next guy's got to get a butterfly net for all three of them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you are talking about... And, and we obviously see how some of the things have played out in the media with these guys, but yeah, Antonio Brown, we've said before, the man needs help. Kanye West. Both those guys that need help. That man needs help. Can you imagine that conversation? It probably went something like this. The whole world's against me. No, the whole world's against me. Well, no, that's why they that's why they get along. It's like you too. You get it. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, they're both talking to each other in an in a indoor restaurant wearing diamond crusted sunglasses. Well, as they talk about how the world is against them. Right. I mean, I I remember Kanye at one point there was a whole thing about where Dave Chappelle went out to visit him, and people were like, "What did you find out? What happened?" And he's like, "Hey, man, I just." <laughs> I just came out there to see him because I'm concerned. Like, I, I'm not saying that that's the ultimate answer is you just fly out there and say, oh, wow, things are going well. That's weird. All right, bye. But like, catch that you on is, the flip side. Right. But he, he didn't make it sound like, yeah, I'm here to support him and everything he does is great. It was more like, look, I just came out here because I'm worried about my friend. And that's, that's probably legitimate. If you go crazy, will you listen to me? Huh? What do you mean? If I go crazy? Yeah. And I come, you to, come you, to me and say, I you've come gone to crazy? you and say, hey, Bone. Well, that's a. Do you trust me enough? Even if you're looking at me saying, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, but it's Mike. And I promised I would listen to him. You would, you would be one of the few people, my wife being one, my brother being one, that if you came to me and said, no, don't look, your brother's crazy. You've gone, don't out, listen to your brother. you've gone out on a limb. And I would listen. I would say, I would hope I would listen, right? But that's the whole philosophical question of, do people, people who know they're, if people knew they were crazy, they wouldn't be crazy, right? Because that whole idea of, I think, I perceive right now that you and I are sitting here talking in a radio studio to people who are possibly listening on the radio. That is what I perceive in my head. That's why I'm doing this. But if the reality is I'm sitting in a mental institution screaming at a brick wall for three hours about semi-sports things. I would probably stop doing that if I knew I was doing that. But in my brain right now, I could be there for all we know, but I perceive it as this is what's going on. And only other people coming up to me later and saying, I heard you talking on the radio lets me know I haven't You're fully exactly lost my right. mind. How do we know which reality we're in? We only like in our case, we have the luxury of other people can confirm. I heard you on the radio. So you're not crazy and thinking that you're on the radio, but you may, you may think you're an accountant. And the reality is you've actually been in a mental institution typing away on your own poo. Well, or you and I could be 
90 years old sitting in a chair with dementia or Alzheimer's. Yes. Is those people are living in an alternate reality too. Whatever they're thinking seems real to sure. them. Or maybe, maybe we're not yeah. really here right now. Should this I is, test the theory by is, just yelling out the F-bomb? No. Just <laughs> yelling the F-word <laughs> to see if there's any consequences? No, I think you have to do like an indie wrestler and get a stapler and start stapling your face and seeing if it hurts. If it okay. doesn't, you'll know this is a weird fantasy. Speaking of stapling your face... The Browns say they have no issues with Baker heading into the season without a new contract. I don't know why we have to have this discussion, but Andrew Barry was asked about this. He was talking to reporters yesterday. He says, we have a lot of guys who will have gone into their final year or something along those lines, but that's not something that really goes into the calculus for us. Every year, we have guys on expiring deals. Mm-hmm. Most of those guys aren't parading around as your franchise quarterback for whatever it's well worth. no but you know he was then asked about well what a, what's the perception about having a lame duck quarterback he says i don't know that i would categorize it that way again you have a number of players across positions that are entering the final years of their deals that's not something that's really top of mind for me i don't i don't fault him for saying any of that we've sort of grown to accept now that you can't have players in the final years of their deal because somehow that's disrespectful i understand it to a point for college coaches even though we've gotten ridiculous with extensions with these college coaches because they're going out and they're recruiting guys they're going to they're going to help them three four years from now so you want to have that stability on the books when you have somebody out there recruiting but as far as a quarterback and having a lame duck quarterback or maybe hurting somebody's feelings who the hell cares should you be concerned about him being good enough to warrant a well, new deal, not yes. just the optics of the new deal? Trust me, I am glad as a Browns fan they do not feel obligated to give Baker Mayfield a giant new contract, then they should not. But the the question is being asked because have you met Baker Mayfield? You don't think he's going to perceive this as I did everything for this team. I sacrificed myself Except for this team. be good enough. No, but... That's he, the one thing you didn't do. I know that, Mike. And if, if, if Baker Mayfield was listening to... Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Baker will say, I totally get it. Last season was weird. Don't worry, guys. I'm going to prove it next year. And then I'll make you pay in the spring of 2023. You will, you will get a humongous contract out of that because I'm going to go show you All right. what I can do. But there is also a chance... And please don't misunderstand me. Not saying this is the reason you go give him a deal. You don't. But the thing that can happen with this approach, where you're vocally in the media saying, hey, he's just another guy. Just another guy on a deal. What are you going to do? If he gets a new contract next year, it'll be based on his play. That has the potential to motivate Baker Mayfield in a good way. It also has the potential to have a bunch of snarky Instagram posts come out that are kind of hinting at, maybe we don't want to be there. And maybe... Maybe that's where it'll be. I don't know, right. man. I'm, but you know what I'm I talk saying, about this all the time, about rookie quarterbacks and how some people say, well, they can't play in the league cause, right away because it's too mentally taxing on them. If Baker Mayfield at this point in his career entering year five is so weak between the ears that he can't separate on-field play from off-field contract stuff, then good luck to him. No, I, I, I know that, but... We've talked all the time about how contracts are not necessarily about the money. Baker Mayfield's never going to hurt for money again with the money he's making just next year, $18 million. You can live off that for the rest of your life. It's about respect. And yes, I think it's 
please, again, I want to disclaim this a third time. I'm not saying give him a contract. I am saying. That's what it sounds like to me. I knew that. See, I knew it. It sounds like to me. I say it a billion times. Baker lover, just hand him (laughs) over, bunch of cash. I am. You don't think Baker Mayfield is sitting there and they're not just going, oh, so we're just like, it's not about the fact he knows he's not not getting a contract. I'm not concerned with his feelings at this point. He's not good enough for me to be concerned about his feelings. I'm not saying you should be. I am saying that if you think the drama with Baker is over because the season's over, I think that's wrong. I think he will not. Again, don't give him a contract because you don't want the drama. Yes, that's my point. Of course. But just know there's now going. I guarantee you this offseason you will start seeing some snarky comments. And I don't think Mary Kay Cabot was completely off base. I know a lot of people gave her crap last week. I don't think she's completely off base in saying Baker may, if he doesn't like how he's being treated by the Browns, may be delusional enough to think that he can force them to trade him because they don't respect what he did. I can absolutely see these comments not even a week after he views it as he willed himself to all this pain to go out there and play. You know, you've you've got Stefanski out there saying he's not even he wasn't even that hurt. He got cleared every week. I don't know what everybody's talking about. I could see him wrapping all that up as they don't appreciate what I did this year for this team, and that's a mistake on their part. Screw them, and and, and you'll hear it. If he doesn't have a problem with it, trust me, you will not hear about it. If he does, you know you will. No, I know, and I know there's going to be drama attached to it, but screw them, and then what? What are you going to do? Screw them, and then say, I'm not playing for you. Trade me. I want out of here. You, Trade you have no ba- to who? You have no value right now. Well, then... then I, if I have no value, if I'm Baker Mayfield, I say, fine, then I will come here and I will I will show up because I'm contractually obligated to. But no, I, I want to be out of here. I do not want to play for this team anymore. I want to go. Send me away for anything. I want to go play somewhere else. I don't like playing for you. Don't you see that as at least a 5% chance? I guess, maybe. He's $18 million. What do you mean he doesn't have any trade value? He's a, he's a guy who can play quarterback, and if someone wants to gamble on it for $18 million, that's nothing for a quarterback now. For one year, try it out. I'm saying I don't think that happens because everyone agrees, let's just try one more year in Cleveland. Well, right. First of all, it's, yes, it's eighteen. It's $19 million, eighteen nine. But you're, you're right, straight salary, but in terms of what the Browns are going to get back, what do you get, a fifth-round pick for Baker Mayfield? Yes, I'm saying... If he says to you, I am so ticked off with how you disregard me, I will not play for you, that will be a headache. That's why I won't run organizations, this and the fact that they're not asking me to. (laughs) But I would would call his bluff. And you know what I would say? Hey, you know what? We're going to tag you next year, too. Tag! (laughs) I know you would! Tag! What are you going to do then? I know you would. Sit out for two years? I call your bluff. No, I don't think he'd sit out. I think he would just say, What are you going to do? Stick it to us by playing really well? Showing (laughs) us? Okay, I'll take that. Thanks. There is a chasm in between not playing at all and I'll show you I'll play really well. It could be he, he just is... Not he is not showing up for anything off season. He doesn't help you get better next year. He doesn't. Yeah, he just shows up when he has to. Now, no, I know he's not. I know that. You know that. Does he know that? That's the question. I don't know that he does. Is the worst quarterback in the NFL coming back next season? No, not Baker. Details next. Cowan Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some backups on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic is beginning to build. And more slowdowns on westbound 670 at 4th Street. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the line for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's Man and Bone. New Uncensored Podcast is waiting in the feed for you if you subscribe to the show. If you don't, what the hell are you doing? Go to wherever you get your audio, search Common Man and T-Bone, you will see our cartoon faces pop up. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device. Free of charge. Do it now. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports. Oh, here on the fan. Boy, Ted's got his pants off over there. I know. Ted loves I promoted that. the podcast and got the sponsor in. <laughs> Will the worst quarterback in the history of the NFL be back as a starter next season? Of course, I'm referring to Carson Wentz. Who is not the worst starting he quarterback in NFL the history. the worst in terms of ripping out your heart and stomping on it and then eating it and regurgitating it in your face. I think if you have to add that big of a caveat, he's not the worst. But I understand what you're saying. You know what I mean yes, when I, I say he's mean. the worst. He's right? the worst because yes. he gives you hope and then he Quarterback kills play it. for quarterback play. Is Jake Fromm better than Carson Wentz? Of no. course not. Jake Fromm is so bad, he gives you no hope whatsoever. Carson Wentz is just good enough that he'll get your hopes up only to destroy you emotionally mm. and physically. He comes to your house... And destroys you physically in the process. You know. You know what? Mm. Bring him up to Cleveland. Let's have a little Get quarterback competition. No, you don't. Let's have a little quarterback no, competition. No, you don't. Get out of here. Is he tall enough to see over the line of scrimmage and actually that find a receiver? That okay. he is. So Frank Reich, who is the head coach of the Colts, will not commit to Carson Wentz being his starter next season. Uh-huh. Now maybe you're saying, well, he's probably just one of these coaches that... Says, uh, hey, we got competition all offseason. There's no guarantees in this business. Blah, 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 blah. Because that's what coaches say. Except one year ago, he said, man, I hope Phillip Rivers can come back and be my starting quarterback. Yeah. He was more than happy for Phillip Rivers to come back and be the starter. Phillip, of course, chose retirement. But he is not saying such things about Carson Wentz. Sort of doing a, well, we'll see where we are in the process. Because I guarantee you, Frank Wright thinks, right or wrong, that that team is in the playoffs and probably not fighting for their lives the last week of the regular season, too, if he has another quarterback other than Carson Wentz as his starter. Oh, you don't think that with... I know that the Pro Bowl is not the only measure of greatness of a player, right? But when you get voted to the Pro Bowl, that is a little more than when you're selected after everyone turns it down because they're in the playoffs. They have multiple Pro Bowlers on both sides of the football. They have an MVP candidate at running back, and they looked by all accounts like all they had to do 
Not even looked. That was it. The math was you go beat one of the worst teams, the worst team in the league by record. You go beat them and you're in. And they couldn't get it done. And and it shouldn't have come to that, too. No. They were too good for that. Right, but I'm just saying that even still, stumbling into the playoffs, they still, all they had, they had as easy of a pathway on the final week of the season as you could ask for. And it didn't happen in part because they had one of the worst third quarters I've ever seen by an NFL quarterback. Amazon is apparently eyeing Marshawn Lynch to host a new companion studio show when they're the exclusive Thursday night football source next season. Thursday night games will be on Amazon only. And I guess they like Marshawn Lynch. A lot of people do. I do not. I don't find him entertaining in the slightest, but I'm probably in the minority there. But they want to give him a, not necessarily a Manning cast type of show, but you know, he would interview people. Maybe he'd go out on the streets in whatever city they're in for the Thursday night football game and hilarity would ensue. But whatever. I, I find him to be enjoyable and entertaining, but I understand he's not everybody's cup of tea. But yeah, I, I wonder I wonder if the the people who are trying to replicate the air quotes success of the Manning cast have given any thought to the fact that we're not even sure if the Manning cast is a success. It is a critical success from the standpoint that lots of people who talk about the media and who cover the media and who watch a lot of sports and have big Twitter followings, they say, Manning cast, this happened, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But like we always talk about with the ratings in any in any business like this, whether it's TV, radio, whatever, ticket sales for movies, you can say... That is very interesting. I plan to watch that or look at this moment from that thing. I will be checking it out more. The numbers do not lie. They lie about a lot of things, but they do not lie. Usually when it comes to the ratings in whatever field you're in, if it's media and, and the ratings there are fine, but it, it still has a long way to go before you could say, wow, the Manning cast might actually be better than the regular broadcast. It, it's not there yet. The Buckeye football schedule changed today. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Just a reminder about a road closure. You'll find that Parkwood Avenue north and southbound between East Broad Street and East Long Street that is still closed due to a broken water main. You're going to want to seek an alternate route in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies are gray. It's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Tonight on The Fan, it is the Buckeye Show at 6. Timmy Hall is back for you. Then it's the Inside Edge at 7 o'clock. Jackets conversation. 11 Warriors at 8 o'clock. And then at 9 o'clock, you know what it is. What is it then? A special, special 
version of Perverted with special guest Anthony Fauci. <laughs> hot Mike Fauci oh, or Hot Mike? Oh, good. Yes, they're going to take the masks off I and like swap some spit. <laughs> Buckeye football schedule has changed. They made this change. They unveiled this at noon today. Same teams on the schedule, but they've changed the dates. All right? So if you've worked things out where you're going to travel for this game, check the schedule because mm-hmm. the Big Ten schedule has changed. So the first three games of the season do not change. Notre Dame starts the season on September 3rd. Arkansas State, so glad that's on the schedule at September 10, on September 10th. Then it's Toledo, September 17th. Then the Big Ten schedule starts, and here's the difference. September 24th was going to be originally at Michigan State. It is now home against Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. October 1st, originally scheduled at Penn State. Now it's home against Rutgers. So the Buckeyes will play their first five games of the season at home. That sounds like a Michigan schedule that, to me. It does, but the first one they do on the road is going to be at Michigan State Yes, now? October 8th, that was originally Rutgers. Now it's at Michigan State. Then there's the bye week. Okay. All right. Yeah. Which that previously... was originally Iowa, but October 15th is now off. October 22nd was originally the bye week. Now they'll be home against Iowa. So they flipped the Iowa game in the bye week to different to the opposite week of what they were. So by the time October 29th, that was originally Indiana. Now that's at Penn State. On October 29th, the Buckeyes will be playing their second road game of the season. Yeah, on October 29th. <laughs> well, this is and this is not any different from last year or, or from the previous version of this schedule. They only had four road games on the schedule to begin with and they still do. They're just yeah, the it's order just is the changed. way that they're playing them. And they're still playing all the same teams in those road games. Nothing like that has changed, but where and when they're playing or the the time they're playing them and the dates they're playing them have changed quite a bit. So October 29th at Penn State, then November 5th at Northwestern, Western, that has not changed. Well, you that's know why? They, the they couldn't move that one because that's just such a big travel thing for all these right. Buckeye fans. who are like, I got to get to Ryan Field and watch Northwestern. That's where you want to be. November 12th, home against Indiana that was originally Wisconsin. Uh, and now the next two are unchanged. November 19th at Maryland. November 26th. Meat chicken is here. I, I do realize college football much different than the NFL as far as how people plan for it, the travel and all that. There's a lot of different, you know, alumni from these different schools will say, I will travel for that game. But I know there are probably some people who may have to change travel plans, but let's not forget. I mean, you do see teams in the NFL change from a Sunday to a Saturday sometimes when they flex a game out. Browns had that happen this year, but it's not the same as flexing. If you were planning to, I don't know, let's say you're planning to go, uh, you're a Rutgers alum. My cousin is a Rutgers alum. You're going to travel to the Ohio State game. Well, yeah, that's changed quite a bit. You know, when you were going to travel to see them, that's a different weekend entirely. Don't tell me, though, they can't make these schedules every single year. Because I've heard that for years. Well, we need to schedule these things 10 years out because, you know, it's just too hard to make these schedules. They cook this up in about five minutes. Now, yes, I understand Notre Dame is your one non-conference. You have to reserve that. But all right, that doesn't need to be 10 years out. You can do that a year out or two years out. 
But they've just switched up this entire Big Ten schedule and said, okay, any questions? No? Good? Let's go. They've also said that conference games scheduled to be played on Saturday could still be moved to Thursday or Friday at the Big Ten's discretion. So there may still be a change or two to come to this. Yeah. So be aware of all that. All right. So that has changed. If you want to see it, it is everywhere you get your Buckeye news. Go find it. Major League Baseball and the Players Union will meet tomorrow. Because they're both stupid, it's the first meeting since December 2nd. All right. Let's... Look, man, I know we had the holidays, and for many normal jobs, maybe you got to take a big, long break during the holidays, and that's fair. Maybe your business is not one that does a lot over the holidays. You and I took time off during right. the holidays. We also but, weren't in a lockout situation. <laughs> right. I <laughs> Where no business is being done. I could see a situation where you say, all right, uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, we're not going to meet those two days. Back at it the 26th. You guys good with that? Like, I don't know why this has not... You, you could meet on New Year's Day for all I care. Like, don't you want to have a baseball season? I don't understand why there is... You drag for a month without even talking? They should be locking themselves in a conference room, ordering Chinese, pizza, whatever it is, instead of sending faxes back and forth, latest proposals. Sit there, human beings, work it out until it's done. Well, you know, I I have learned in life that, you know, we can question why things don't get done. But if you see someone not wanting to do something... The motivation, you have to sometimes not read too much into it. Why are they not meeting? You could you could come up with all kinds of reasons why, but my answer quite simply is they don't really have much of a desire to start this season on time. Now, why is that? I don't know. But I don't think the players or the owners truly care about starting this season on time for whatever reason. Maybe that's because the players think the longer this drags, the more we're likely to get because the owners are cheap and they will not like losing all the gates that they will lose from this. Maybe the owners think the players will buckle because they won't be getting game checks and we can sweat that out longer than them. I don't know, but why would you not? If you, if your goal was, we just want to play baseball and get this going, which is what they all said when COVID was going on. It's not their goal. I know, but that's what they all yelled at us when COVID was going on. We want to play. We want to play fine. Get in a room and make this happen. This should be like electing a new Pope. They should have conclave where they all get in the room they lock the doors, and they don't come out till a new pope is named or the new CBA is signed. Yes. All right? You can have white smoke come out of the chimney. Jason Stark will go to an Arby's, and it will be white brisket smoke coming out of there. Whatever. He will, he will make I it I don't known. care. All the necessary people lock themselves in the room. You can, you can talk to your player representatives through Zoom in the room if they're not there. You can put things out for a vote. You don't have to leave. You lock yourself in there, and you work it out. You owe it to your fan base. Not yeah. to play grab ass for months. Well, the good news is Rob Manfred has earned so much goodwill for the owners and for himself over the last eighteen he months. He's just whole games. Full he can of crap. he can cash in. A, oh wait, no, everyone already hates him. John Lester, or as the Red Sox fans like to say, John Lester. Good good impersonation, huh? John Lester, Johnny, John has announced his retirement after sixteen seasons, three championships. He won 200 games on the dot. He had a stellar postseason ERA, two and a half in the postseason. And I was asking myself, is Johnny Lester a Hall of Famer? And I got to tell you. It's got to be in the conversation. I started to think, because you know my my threshold is high. 
I know it is. My standard is high in life and in baseball. You know, like it took me a good five years before I liked you. Yeah, I'm aware. You had to crawl your way into my my being. (laughs) Yeah, I still don't know if you like... uh, Well, I know you like Ted because Ted is like you. That, that that I do know, but oh, I like Ted. Yeah, yeah. Ted and I like each other so much we don't talk. That's that's, that's how much we like each other. I don't bother him; he doesn't bother me. <laughs> but I was thinking about John Lester, good old John Lester, because my criteria is, you know, at some point in your career, if you're going to have to, if you're going to be a Hall of Famer, minimum, you're going to have to be the best, even if it's for a short period of time. There's got to be a period of time in your career where people looked at you and said, that guy is the best. I'm Mm. not a big fan of the longevity awards. You know, a guy like Mark Burley, who I love. Sure. Mark Burley is one of my all-time favorite players. What did he have, Teddy? Go look it up. Is it? I think it's 13 years or 14 straight seasons pitching over 200 innings a season. That's a ridiculous stat. You know, he's won a lot of games, had a perfect game, had a no-hitter, won a World Series... But Mark Burley's not a Hall of Famer. Because at no point did anybody look at Mark Burley and say, yes, that is the ace. That's the guy. Game one of a playoff series. That's who I want on the mound. Nobody thought that. And I'm his biggest fan, and I didn't think that. John Lester, while he never won the Cy Young, finished in the top five of Cy Young voting three times. All right. I think he finished second one year. I think it was the year the Cubs, unfortunately, won the World Series. Hmm. He's won 200 games, which let's not use 300 games as a threshold anymore because that's ridiculous. Well, Nobody's yeah. ever getting to that again. Yeah, given what modern pitching looks well, that's like. That's what I you're mean. Right. It, it used to be, well, 500 home runs, 300 wins. Those are your Hall of Fame thresholds. The end. The game has changed. That's not how we look at things. So I look at a guy who's pitched 16 years and won 200 games and has been in the conversation for Cy Young, has a two-and-a-half postseason ERA. He's won three championships. And I say to myself, yeah, I think John Lester is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I, I can understand that. And I know you said you're not a huge fan of longevity awards. And that that's reasonable. I'm not a fan of lifetime achievement awards. For, for the Hall of Fame. For the Hall of Fame, yes. I think it depends for me a little bit more on the sport, right? Like like the NFL or the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I don't agree with, well, this guy played a lot of years. He wasn't ever really even the best player on his team, but he did play a lot of years. That is different for me because the NFL spits out and chews up so many people with violent injuries that that's not really that guy's in his control, right? There are lots of players who probably would have had similarly long careers if they didn't get their knee blown out in one random thing that happened where they were a much better player. They just had a shorter career. I think, and, and I know in baseball you can have that, right? Guys can blow their arms out or whatever else, but... I do think when you have multiple championships where you were a key piece of that championship, not like you were just hanging around or you were on the 40-man roster or something, you were a major contributor to winning these multiple championships. And then you have a very long career where you had some moments where you considered one of the best in the game. I I think that's a reasonable... Yeah, I, I don't think it's unreasonable to put him in the Hall of Fame. Uh, there's a there's a basketball comparison I thought about with him, and I mm. I know this isn't necessarily a guy you may have a ton of familiarity with, Mike, but you know of Andre Iguodala. He's played for, still playing in the NBA, by the way. I was watching last yeah. night. He's playing yeah. for Golden State. That's a guy, when he came out with Philadelphia, he did kind of become their, 
primary scorer for a few years after Allen Iverson left. And he was thought of as like an up-and-coming, could-be-the-next-big-thing. Never really reached that height, but he then went on with Golden State to become a key piece for them in multiple championships and won the finals MVP as a bench player and and is still playing, has played for 20 years or so in the NBA and is known as one of the better defenders to ever play in the NBA. Like, I think there's room in games, in sports where you have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of data points, thousands in some cases for games. I do think there's something to be said about longevity, con- contributions to a championship team, and being considered on those teams one of their best players. Maybe you didn't get MVP. Maybe you didn't get Cy Young. Right. But you did contribute on championship teams that weren't just pretty good, got there, but never got over the hump. You won multiple championships, and he was a big reason why. Yeah. I think John Lester fits that. I think Andre Iguodala could have a case for the the NBA Hall of Fame. What that, too. The Basketball Hall of Fame. But I I think there's a room for guys like that. In Hockey's the same thing. More of those sports where you have... Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games you're playing. We talked about this with Tom Brady yesterday where, you know, Bruce Arians said if Tom Brady doesn't win the MVP, it's a travesty. You know, Tom Brady has terrific numbers, but if there's a tie between him and somebody else in your mind, Tom Brady should win because he's 44. Because he's done this at the age of 44. That's an added degree of difficulty. If you look at John Lester and you're like, I think he may be a Hall of Famer, but I don't know. I think what puts him over the edge are those intangible numbers. What he's done in the postseason. The fact that when the Cubs won the World Series, he was the best pitcher on the team where the Cubs won the World Series. The impossible happened. He was the most consistent best guy on that team. That's a tiebreaker for me. Well, and it wasn't like he had a five-year career then you never heard of him no, again. No, he was he has a, steady Eddie for 16 seasons. A long track record and multiple championship runs you can point to where he was a big piece of it. Yeah, I, I think that's a reasonable thing. Even Alabama has to deal with players entering the portal. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some backups on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is beginning to build. Plan about a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Dye Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Dye Market. This week, save on a pound of strawberries just $1.77 now through January 18th. Fresh Dye Market. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. New Uncensored Podcast is available to you. It's on the feed, the regular show feed. It's there. It says uncensored. So if you're offended by certain words, skip it. It's not for you. Mm. It's not like those words are all the time, but we do use them, including the granddaddy of them all, not the Rose Bowl, 
the F-bomb. Oh, oh, that's what we're... Okay, I was... I was like, I don't think we used whatever you're calling the granddaddy of them all. Okay, that word, yes, we did use the F-bomb. The F-bomb we did throw out there. We also got deeply personal with Platinum Fox, the big boss here at the station. And I will say there is one question that, listen, once you've you've listened to all the way through this uncensored podcast, you will know more about the two of us and Platinum Fox than you probably ever bargained for, but... We left it in. And we always appreciate your feedback. Did you enjoy it? Do you like these things? Because we're doing them for you. If it was too much, you can also let us know. Well, I don't say, think nah, it's, that's the thing. Maybe not, right. Listeners would like a little bit more. I just mean the format. Did you like us BSing for a while? Did you find the conversation with Platinum Fox worthwhile? If not, we won't do it again. We did it once. We won't do it again. We'll find somebody else to talk to who's maybe more interesting. Than platinum fox. Well, you never know. We, I, I think there's there's plenty of plenty of room to have more of these uncensored discussions. We've had fun doing them. So yeah, check it out wherever you get podcasts. Just search Common Man and T Bone. It is the currently, as of right now, it is the first thing you'll see on the podcast feed. After today, it will be the second thing because a new podcast will pop in there from today's show. But yeah, it'll be right there near the top if you go look in the next few days. The Uncensored Podcast is normally, when we've done the other two versions of this, the most listened to podcast of that particular month. So we hope third time's the charm with this one. Uh, Alabama just lost the national championship to Georgia. And just like every other school, they have to deal with the transfer portal. Yep, there are currently seven players who have entered the NCAA transfer portal a day after that loss. Uh, The group of Bama players that appeared in the portal include... Reserve tight end Jaheel Billingsley, who had 35 receptions, 543 yards, six touchdowns the past two years. He was a preseason all-SEC selection, but played behind Cameron Latou at the end of the season. He also only had, uh, I think, 152 yards and a touchdown in some of their some of their wins, a couple of their games like against Southern Miss. He was Miss expected to play a bigger role. He but didn't really didn't yeah, work out for didn't him. really work out. The other transfer portal entrants include linebacker Drew Sanders. He had twenty four tackles this season. Reserve quarterback Paul Tyson, who is the great grandson of Bear Bryant. Uh also offensive lineman Tommy Brown, who started a game this year. So a few other players entered in as well. But those are the notable ones that you might have heard of. Georgia had a couple guys, too, that ended up entering. They had two defensive back, Amir Speed, who started three games for them, and wide receiver Jalen Johnson. I'm guessing, I don't know, I, I've not, I don't know Alabama's roster deeply enough to tell you that all of these guys are in this boat, but I'm guessing more than a few. That was Nick Saban saying, all right, thanks for all you did. We're moving on. Just so you know, if you come back here, probably not going to play a lot, so... Make your decisions if you want. Yeah, and you know what? If I were in that position, I would appreciate the honesty. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't want so, as much as it would suck to hear. I wouldn't want somebody lying to me, and then I make other plans and I stick around thinking I got a chance to win some playing time. I want the coach to tell me it's not going to work out for you here. Go someplace else. Well, that's why I think the recruiting aspect of recruiting your players that are currently in the building—that's a very difficult thing. If you're someone who overpromises and underdelivers, right? Right. If you are a coach who constantly on selling these guys to come to your school in the first place, said. When you come here, freshmen play right away for me. I don't I don't hold anybody back. 
You will get access to the media so you can build your brand. NIL, I think we could get big NIL deals for you. And then if you don't play very much, you're hidden from the media. None of those deals come to fruition. You can understand why some players are like, hey, coach, what happened? You told me you were going to do that. If you go talk to that coach in the offseason after kind of getting lied to, and he goes, oh, man, yeah, this year was crazy. But next year, oh, man, it's all going to happen for you. I can see how a player might say, yeah, I'm skeptical. You have not... It did not work out the way you promised. I think you've got to set the proper expectation from the beginning of saying, I want you here. I've got a three-year plan for you. Freshman year, it's going to be tough. There's a lot of guys ahead of you. If you can if you can show me something, I'll play you, but I'm not guaranteeing playing time. I think that works out better in the long run. If you set up early, this is where we are with you. We talked about this yesterday, and we thought that maybe this was going to be the possibility, but Alabama wide receiver Jameson Williams, who... Left the championship game with a knee injury. Turns out he did, in fact, tear his ACL. Yeah. I mean, of all the time, it's not only do you get the it's the worst time to do it from the standpoint of trying to win a national championship and right, going out right. of that, but this is a guy who had clearly possible. He had the possibility of being the number one receiver on this draft he, board. He was going to go to the draft. He was going to skip his senior season, go to the draft. Probably would have been a top ten pick in the process. Now. He's got to make that decision. I assume the decision is go back to school. I could understand doing that. If nothing else, maybe it's go back to Bama and rehab and get access to one of the best medical staffs. Well, theoretically, you would think Alabama would have one of the best medical staffs. Some some will argue that given the amount of injuries they've had and the way some of those injuries and surgeries well, have been handled. But fair enough, but... I mean, Dr. James Andrews is in Birmingham right down the road. He you know handles a lot of these types of surgeries. Maybe that's where you go. But you would think he'll get pretty good care there. And if he never plays it down for Bama again, which is also possible, right? That he goes there, rehabs, tries to make a legit effort at getting back on the field. But maybe it's six games in. He still doesn't feel right. He hasn't been cleared. And he just says, you know what? I, I'm not going to risk it. I'm not going to risk it for five games at the end of this season. And I, I understand go. his mind's got to be spinning right now. Just, just lost the national championship. Tore his ACL. Deadline to declare for the draft is Monday. So he's yeah. got to make this decision now as he's going in for surgery. I would assume he's going to come back for his senior season, rehab, maybe have a howdy-do for a couple games and show everybody what he can do and then maybe shut it down and get ready for next year's draft. Well, and I'll, and I'll say this. I don't know what Nick Saban does behind the scenes, but I think what someone like Nick Saban would do in this situation, and I can't believe I'm going to pay him a compliment. I genuinely think guys like him... Guys like Ryan Day, I don't think they, you know, name your name your coach you view as being successful. I don't think these coaches at this level get that good by lying to players, right? I could see Nick Saban going to him and saying, "Look, I'm gonna. I know you can't go get an agent and do all of this quite yet. You're or." or you're you you are trying to make the right decision. I want you to make the best decision for you. I'd love to have you back here at Bama, but I'm going to reach out to NFL GMs and I'm going to give you their honest take. And if they all tell me we still think people are going to take him, even with the injury in the first or second round, we're going to let you know that. You know, I, I would hope they would do right by him and for all he's done playing for them and say, here's the legit NFL from my contacts, the people I can talk to. Nick Saban should have as good a resources as anyone in college football in that regard and give him all the information to make the right call for him, not for Alabama. 
Doesn't sound like the college football playoffs are expanding anytime soon. Details coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on West Mound Street at Central Avenue. This accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful over here as things continue to clear. Plan on some backups here for quite some time. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer coming up one hour from now. Talk about the Jackets and how they sucked last night and how they will probably suck tomorrow night in Carolina. Did oh. we get word that that is officially an ESPN Plus game? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is Rimmer the Rimmer said one. he was traveling with the team. Well, so he'll he, be there. Yeah, I just wonder. I don't know what the, I don't know what if if he still does something broadcast I'm calling it from the stands. Well, he also, I could see Rimmer just traveling with the team to be around the team and be a part of what's going on. Watch yeah. morning skate. He does, you know, does have to talk about them the game after this one if he's not doing that game. Teddy? The Jackets email release says it's on ESPN Plus Hulu with uh, Booch on the call and Booch. Kevin Weeks. Okay. So, All right. Maybe, so maybe like Bone said, maybe he's doing other things for the team and just, you know, visiting no one, people no so he Rimmer. has material for our segment next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. But also knowing Rimmer legitimately, if you said the ice is open, the jackets are on the ice, he'll, he wants to be there because he covers this team. He cares about this team. He, even if he's not doing the game that night, I think he would still be around the team if, if he's able to. We were going to talk about college football playoffs. Doesn't look like expansions coming anytime soon, but. I'm tired of talking about this, so here's the reality. Uh, They met. They can't come to a consensus. This will be a long, drawn-out process. No expanded playoffs. The end. Let me throw something else at you. Okay. There you go. We just talked about it. I just want to point out, the listeners may not know, this was on the sheet for three days, and we finally got to it. I'm tired of it now. (laughs) Tired of it. I don't want to talk about it. Here's what I want to throw out at you. Okay. Because I read a couple articles today discussing the possibility of this. Not that it's a real possibility, but... More of a wouldn't it be weird if scenario. I don't think this is going to happen. But let's discuss it like it actually could. Hmm. My hot sports take for the year was that Nick Saban would be coaching his final season in 2022. I think he'll announce his retirement. Then want to deal with name, image, and likeness and transfer portal. That's why I think he after this season, this upcoming season, He's going to be finished. But what if he decides to take it to another level? What if he decides to right a wrong from years ago? And what if he decides to go back and be the head coach 
of the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> what a story that would be, wouldn't it? Would that be the biggest like coaching story in the NFL that you can remember? Oh, it would it would blow out anything. I was trying to think. Would that I mean that would top Harbaugh coming from a Super Bowl contender ish team a few years before to coach in Michigan? To yes, coach in Michigan would. that would be bigger. That would than certainly that. top out Urban going to Jacksonville. Oh yeah, or Pete Carroll going to Seattle. All those, yeah, all those were pretty big, but nothing. I I, I can't think of something that would compare to. Nick Saban going back to the NFL as far as surprising, just because I I have written off that I'm sure most people have that he would ever coach in the NFL again. I don't think he has any desire to, but it's a fun theory to kick around because that would be an ending to the legacy. I don't think anyone would expect. I tend to expect the ending to the legacy for him would be, I want one more championship if he, you know, in a reasonable time, he's not going to hang around for 10 more years to do that. But if he gets one next year or in the year after, if he doesn't get it next year, maybe he sticks around one more time, gets that championship, and then and then whenever that is, then he's just, yep, and by the way, I'm done. And in the meantime, I'm guessing he has successor put in place. He has a big conversation with the athletic department about this is what the plan is. But we're not, if you breathe a word of this, I quit instantly. So don't leak this. But maybe maybe there's an outside chance it goes to the NFL. It is very outside. I don't think it's actually going to happen. But let look, we're used to Nick Saban calling his own shots because yeah. he has for years. He's the GOAT. He calls his own shots. Media members just jump whenever he tells them to. But do you think, because, you know, this did not work out well with Urban and didn't work out well with Nick Saban the first time around. Do you think there's a possibility, let's say Nick Saban is interested in the NFL. Maybe it's not the Dolphins' job, maybe it's another job. And he calls up whoever and says, hey, this is uh, Nick Saban here. I'd like to come coach your football team if you'd like to have me. Is there a possibility that the other end of the phone says, thanks but no thanks, stay down in college, we're not interested? Um, Are NFL teams so gun-shy now about bringing a guy like Nick Saban, of Nick Saban's ilk? Look, Matt Rule got a lot of money and leeway in Carolina, and we can discuss whether he, he deserved that or whether he should still have it. But at the end of the day, Matt Rule is not bigger than your organization. His aura is not dwarfing the organization. Nick Saban goes to coach your team. He's the story, not your team anymore. He's calling all the shots. No one's going to go toe-to-toe with Nick Saban. Do NFL teams want that at this point? I, I would think maybe that's not the reason. I, I would think the hesitation or at least the possibility of hesitation would be look at how it worked out with Urban being an extremely successful college coach. Now, Nick Saban's not going to do the things Urban did to get fired, but the idea that extremely successful college coaches don't have a great track record in the NFL, by and large, outside of Pete Carroll, maybe that's something that gives them a pause. But my my counter to that would be that Nick Saban is unlike any other college football coach you've ever seen. He's in a class right. of one. The comps don't exist with Nick Saban. I was just trying to remember, too, what what was his record in Miami? I went back and looked. It, was, you, it wasn't terrible. His first season, he was 9-7. and seven. Yeah, no, it wasn't terrible. And then 6-10 and ten the following season. And, of course, halfway through that season, he was flying back and forth between there and Tuscaloosa, you know, right, and, right. and debating on what to do with that job. All, all I wonder is... 
there were those stories that came out. Some have said they were overblown. Some have said they were misunderstood. You know, there was a player, I think, who had some kind of medical emergency in the hallway, passed out or something, right? And there's an anecdotal story about Nick Saban just, like, stepping over the guy while they were working on him. And I think, it was like, <laughs> I, I think some of that has been refuted since or that some of those stories were maybe not maybe not what we thought they were. I think the bigger impediment is he, why would he want to go do that other than I just need to, I need to show that I can do it again. No, I, I don't think he, he does want to do that. I'm just playing the what if game because I've seen a couple articles written about it. But I, I wonder too, from an NFL standpoint, is that something a team wants to take on? That story, Nick Saban. I think these guys are very comfortable with their 34 year old boy geniuses because they can control those guys. Yeah, but when they, Nick Saban walks in, you're not controlling Nick Saban. He's controlling you. He's running the organization. Well, right, but I I think there are some owners that say, "Good, I want that off my plate. I don't want to have to deal with a GM who thinks he's everything." I I don't mind. I think there's a I think there's more than a few owners who have, uh, <laughs> given that many of them are nearly a billion years old themselves. Some of these billionaire guys would like an old school approach, right? Where the you know more like the John Madden approach, where that guy comes in, he is the undisputed leader of your football team. Yes, Al Davis was there and clearly was involved, but as far as how that football team was going to be run, that was John Madden, right? And I think maybe that's the idea is Nick Saban's going to come in and make our organization go from pretty good to excellent. And if we have a pretty good roster, why don't we bring him in and let him get the most out of it? If we have a really good defense, let him come in and get the most out of it. I, I think there is something to be said for that. And again, this is not happening. I just no, think it's a fun discussion it's... to have and the domino effect that would occur. Because then what the hell does Alabama do? Oh, they panic. Is it that Bill O'Brien then? I mean, it's Bill O'Brien probably that takes over that so program, right? so much fun to watch the butt chin go run Alabama. I, oh, I would love it. Love to hear all the hillbillies calling it. Could you imagine the Paul Feinbaum show that day? That he Let's say it comes out at like 7.30 at night. Nick Saban leaves Bama, takes the Miami job. By 10 o'clock the next morning, he's in Miami in a Dolphins polo saying, I'm glad to be here, all right? And then you go watch Paul Feinbaum and hear them melt down for three hours. Or would, like, Dabo go take that job? Well, Dabo's probably the call. You're right. I forgot about and him. Then, and then what does Clemson do? <laughs> yeah, because Brad Venables just left. About this. I love thinking about this. Brad Venables just left, so that's now he's not there to take it. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that Parkwood Avenue north and southbound between East Broad Street and Long Street that has reopened. That earlier closure has been cleared. And an accident involving injuries on West Mound Street and Central Avenue. That accident is still in progress. Please be careful in this area. Starving Report is sponsored by BioNTech Advisor. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech Advisor. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot 
and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Big news, Boner. What's that, Manner? Aaron Rodgers says his injured camel toe should be 100% by oh, next week. 100% camel 100% toe. 100%. Good for him. Camel toe. Yes. Well, hey, man. That'll make Packers fans happy. Wonder well, was... I, I asked you yesterday, what's the rationale for him playing in that game last week? There was none. No, there isn't any. Because they had the bye week. He could have rested it even more. But he says, hey, it's feeling good, 100%. All right. Well, good for him. I uh, I wonder if he's taking any pain-killing injections to have helped him get through the tougher times with that. or if you Just let all that the be... stuff Joe Rogan has recommended okay. for him. <laughs> okay, that's good. On campus, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. All right, Bone. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, according to the latest reports, now more likely than not to stay at Michigan instead of pursuing an NFL return. That's kind of what we heard yesterday, right? Right, but this is coming now from uh, noted ESPN NFL insider and Michigan alum Adam Schefter. Oh, but, is he a Michigan alum? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd never know because he ever... doesn't tweet about it every 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's not annoying at all. Anyway, um, he was talking to Adam Shine on Mad Dog Sports Radio, and he said, Jim Harbaugh is a tough guy to predict. I don't like absolutes at this time. I would say more than likely he's going to stay. But then instantly went into, now, if he gets a good situation, now, if he gets this and this and this, then, well, that's all that could change in an instant. And then mentioned that the team he is linked with, if there is one, is the Raiders. So by saying he doesn't think he's going to leave, he also said, but listen, I know this could change in an instant, and he's a super tough guy to predict. So that really isn't, people like, you know, jump all over certain reporters when they give their opinions. That's what a lot of guys are doing in this business because they're asked by people on the radio, what do you think's going to happen? And so he gave his opinion. That's not a report from him, more of his opinion, but that's the latest we've heard. And I, I have gone back and forth on this so many times, Mike, because initially I thought there's no way he leaves. I thought this was all a ploy just to get more money out of Michigan, and rightfully so for him. He feels like he deserves it. But... There, we came really close to thinking it was done in the NFL. Well, we heard it was done. But yeah, there were tweets saying... And an announcement was coming soon. Yeah, and then uh, it's all kind of cooled off from there. Maybe. Let's say it is the Raiders, though. All right, and Schefter said that. Yeah. If I don't think it's going to happen, but if Rich Basaccia mm-hmm. wins at the Bengals this week, it's his job, isn't it? I, I don't I mean, know. You, you I, go on I, the road. Be, and you you'd be hard-pressed. You'd be hard-pressed to take it away from him. I understand with what you're saying. The, with the extra stuff going around, you had a, a, a player kill someone. Yeah. Right? You had another player, key player, pop for DUI. Your head coach leaves in epic fashion. You still wind up getting this team to the playoffs. You go on the road, win a playoff game? That's, that's your job. you got to name him the head coach. Yeah. Meanwhile, Michigan fans continue to sweat, and I do enjoy that. Uh, Baylor, Texas Tech, that game last night pretty good if you didn't get to catch it in college basketball. But the number one Baylor Bears 
are the last were the last unbeaten team in college basketball. They fall to the number nineteen Red Raiders. So big performance there by Texas Tech. And there's there's a lot of talent in the Big Twelve right now. I think some of the uh, early bracketology, if I'm not mistaken, Jerry Palm, the latest I saw here, I want to say he's got three Big 12 teams as number one seeds. He's got Baylor, Iowa State, and the Jayhawks currently all as number one seeds as of right now in his latest bracketology. So. Well, Baylor, of course, defending champions. They have won. They had won 21 straight, and I saw going into that game, they were the number one overall seed, and after the loss, they are still the number one overall seed, and they yeah. should be. That's yeah. how good they are. Absolutely. Um, USC and Stanford Cardinal pulled off an upset. They took down the number five Trojans. They also had suffered. Uh, this was the night before last. They suffered their first loss of the season. So a couple of unbeatens go down in the last couple of nights in college basketball. Uh, meanwhile, you've got Coach K. He had to miss a game. Actually, he will be missing their game tonight against Wake Forest on his farewell tour. He has a non-COVID illness, but the Duke head coach will not be the head coach tonight. He will uh, have to sit on the sidelines, will not be at the game. So that means John Shire, who is set to take over for him, the associate head coach, who is you know going to get that role when Coach K retires, he will take over in this role against Wake Forest. That game tonight, I believe, uh, for the number eight Blue Devils is at, I want to say seven. Could be wrong. I was looking at that and apparently it disappeared. Also, by the way, if you missed it, uh, Duke versus Miami a couple nights ago, Hurricanes upset the Blue Devils, handing Coach K his first loss of the season. So maybe after that loss, he felt a little sick to his stomach, and it turned out wasn't just a little upset stomach over that loss. It was actually some kind of illness. So I hope he gets better. Uh, Giants fired Joe Judge yesterday after two seasons. And co-owner John Mara having a press conference today. And I just like this answer. He was asked, is this the most you've been embarrassed by your franchise? <laughs> He says, yes, yes, it is. I kept thinking during the season we hit rock bottom, and then each week it got a little worse. Mm. Hey, that's that's an honest honest answer. That's the thing, man. I've heard some people say, two years, not fair, can't determine a good head coach. You can if your team just progressively gets worse throughout the two years. What are we talking about here? Yeah. That was a clown show. Yeah, I, I, I think there's a case to be made for setting a culture where you're not firing everyone all the time. That is something the Haslam's had to deal with. But there's also the sense of, do you just keep eating the loss and taking the L and continually adding more piles and piles of dirt on top of yeah, you what you already know is a Things team that's just Things are not getting better dead? for you. You're embarrassing yourself. You're setting new lows for yourself. Your head coach is giving you an 11-minute rambling answer about how this isn't a clown show and they've turned the corner and you know they're doing things behind the scenes that you can't see. Who the hell cares? You're paid to win football games or at least look competitive no, in football they, games. They were atrocious, and it, it was one of the most embarrassing things I've seen in the NFL, some of that play calling down the stretch in their most recent game. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some slowdowns on Parsons Avenue at Ovex Road. Please be careful as they try to get this cleared from the roadway. You'll also find an accident involving injuries on West Mountain Street at Central Avenue. Still working to get this one clear and traffic is slow here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Simpletons, nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat. This is Common Man and T-Bone. When was the last time you, like, made out with your wife mm-hmm. where other people could see you? Oh, man. Yeah, you probably have to think. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, that, maybe the answer's never? I don't know that we've ever, other than, like, when we were dating, there was a time we were in a parking lot after dinner, at, like, where we went out to eat. We were yes. sitting in the car talking. Yes. And then it got a little, uh, oh, you know. Yeah. I mean, I was 22, 23 years old at that point, I think. So, yeah. We got a little bit there, but that's about it. But that was not, no, nothing, no, no clothes were taken off. There was just, it was makeout. It was a makeout session. Yes. What about you? Did you do that in front uh, of Chuck Noll at your wedding or what happened? How did that go? Well, we had a, the wedding kiss. No, but that's not making out. I'm right, saying, no, you, the answer's never. I've never had public PDA. The reason I bring this up is because every single time I pop on Google News, it's always like Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson caught making out in public again. This woman is in her 40s. <laughs> She's in her 40s, and it's like, look at my hickey. Oh, my God. I'm 12. What is wrong? It's almost like celebrities are emotionally stunted individuals that need attention at all times. It's almost sure, like that. Sure. I think there's. Um, I think there's a reason that when you've gotten that much attention for so many years and suddenly maybe you're not getting the same attention or the, the you think you're not as as much the it person as you were five years ago or five seconds ago, what's a quick way to get attention? Make out with some other famous person out in public I guess, and they but get photos. Like, oh my God, give us our privacy. Why are you always taking our picture? By the way, where they were caught making out was a local outlet mall where they went to get caramel apples and frozen bananas. She, you know what? Because Kim Kardashian wants you to know she is just a normal I'm gal. I'm just a regular person. Regular old gal. I can't, ba- I can't buy the body creams I want for full price. I have to go to the outlet mall. <laughs> Make out with Is me. there... I'm trying to... I, I, uh, I know the answer. <laughs> the answer is no. But is there anything at an outlet mall that if Kim Kardashian called her publicist, her agent, her number of people that surround her on a given day and said... I want to see the best, I don't know, umbrella, the best umbrella made. I want, I want, I want to, I want to buy an umbrella. I would like a sample of umbrellas to pick from. 
There's no like store at any outlet mall that's going to have a better selection of umbrellas than what would be brought to her house in 12 hours or no, less. No, she wanted to be seen. Exactly. She wanted to go out and be seen and make out with her boyfriend and it appears on page six and then she's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I didn't know you caught us kissing. <laughs> uh, Isn't that the, I mean. Why is my ex-husband insane? All I do is make out with other men right in front of everybody all the time. <laughs> well, th- this can be mutually exclusive. He can be having some yes. very <laughs> difficult issues, and also she's not like she's doing other things. I don't understand people. I really, I really don't. I try and understand them from a human standpoint. I try and get on their level, even though I don't live their lives. I try and understand what it must be like to be them. Yeah, but let me ask you this question: Have you ever considered having implants into your buttocks? Yes. Okay. Well, if you have then you've at least walked the walk that she has where she's at least considered it. Now, there's rumors about whether she I've did or did not. I've also considered but ultimately decided against vaginal regeneration. Can you explain that to me? Because I don't... No, well, that's, never that's mind. That's the new thing what where they, you have to go get it refreshed now. Because as you what? get older, what is you it, know, like? it doesn't look the way that it did. You know, so um, you need to get it refreshed. When you own an RV, a recreational vehicle, yeah. you know, fifth wheel... Toe behind, maybe a little uh, little truck camp or whatever. You have to get that occasionally winterized. Mm-hmm. And then also occasionally they go, oh, this is fading a little bit. Some of the seals are, you know, we got to we gotta refresh That's exactly the right. RV. Do you the go- gaskets are loose right. down there. And they need to tighten them up a little bit. <laughs> get that Phillips head on. I didn't know there was such a thing. Yes, I got, I knew vaginal about, restoration. I knew about vajazzling. I'm very aware of that. Okay. Very aware. I am aware of it. I don't think I'm very aware. You know what that is, right? What is that? Like you put rubies down well, there? It, like you've you've seen people bedazzle their like purse or, yeah. or a jacket or something sure. with like fake little jewelry. They do that, but downstairs. As a dude, the last thing I want is no. more stuff down there. Right. Making that, my job more difficult. That's gonna be I mean, depending on what you're doing and how you're, you know, that could be very uncomfortable for both parties, I would think, yeah, at some point. Yeah. I bet she's getting a lot of maintenance under the hood because she strikes me as a type of gal that. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Get some. Well, she had the implants done. She did. On the other side. Well, I don't know if she had butt and, implants. Uh, that's been rumored. Oh, okay. We don't All know right. for sure. I think she officially claims that's not what happened. But you but, know, she's getting waxed down there and. Sure. Lasered and. Listen, probably a big fan of Nirvana's first indie album called Bleach. There's a there's a level of celebrity you reach where you are very comfortable with people staring at your genitals. (laughs) And I don't know what level that is for you and I aren't there. No, but I'm saying there's a level of celebrity where it's like, well, if you want to go any further with your career, you are going to have to regularly maintain your naked area, mm-hmm. your your private area. Not just your naked area. Your, no, your, your very private, private area. I mean, yes. I mean, they have to do some work to see this area. I'm saying, okay, you're an actor. Male actor. Forget female actor. Male actor, you have been working for 20 years in the business. You have gotten a lot of good roles. And that Academy Award has eluded you. Mm-hmm. And your agent comes to you and says, okay, this movie is, whew, tell you, this is the script. They are saying, you get on this script, you are going to be a no-doubter for the Academy Awards. But as you know, with these scripts, a lot of nudity. Oh. This is one of those where you're going to be crying in a, in a bathroom, and you're going to be fully naked, and it's going to be frontal. 
And it's, it's a risque move, but if you want this award... And we think your area needs some rejuvenation. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a level of celebrity you reach where you say, all right, if I want this award bad enough, I got to go get everything taken care of down there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm just saying there's a level you get to where you have to think about pubic maintenance. Yeah. I'm just... Look, I guess that hardware means stuff for some people. It's the pinnacle of your craft, but... <laughs> Uh, hardware. Come on. What did I say? To, you said hardware. Oh, okay. I just, you yeah, left right. it right out there for me. Well, this, the trophy, to... I mean. I know. That means something yeah. for some people. But you know what means something for me? What's that? And I called my banker and said, hey, we got $200 million in this bank account. You're good. Yeah, right. I, I wouldn't I, need anything else to validate me. I Kim think Kardashian it's... doesn't need to suck face with Pete Davidson to maintain her lifestyle. <laughs> face. So I didn't know where we were going. Face. I didn't know what we were talking Face. about. What's the matter with you? I didn't know. What's the matter with you? I didn't no. hear about, I didn't hear about dolphins. I didn't hear about dolphins the other day for an hour. And then do relive it on the podcast. I'm sorry. Did this conversation offend you? Or what are we doing no, it here? Didn't offend me. Are your I sensibility just... is too delicate to talk about a little sucking face and sucking vaginal face. restoration? We can talk all, all about sucking face. That's all, all we're talking about. I don't want to do the rundown today. Common Man and T-Bones, the rundown. The rundown. All right, very quickly. Jackets lose last night. They stink. Um, uh, Antonio Brown had dinner with Kanye West. Buckeye football changed their schedule for the upcoming season. Same teams, different dates. Look it up online if you want to see it. Uh, Georgia spent a lot of money on recruiting. (laughs) Colts head coach Frank Reich won't commit to Carson Wentz being his starter next season. Jamison Williams tore his ACL. Kim Kardashian's vag needs refreshed. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. You've accidentally made a hell of a remake of that live song. That's or, Collective, no, collective Soul, Soul not sorry, live. not live, Collective Soul, where you just say a sentence and then that plays, and then you say another sentence and it plays again. Well, some days I feel like doing the rundown, some days I don't. But I gave you all the headlines, didn't I? You did. Actually, I think that's the way we should do the rundown from now on. Fine with me. I wanted to get rid of it all together. And you and the listeners made me keep the it. The listeners. You and the listeners. Yeah. You listeners listening what to our you know, dumb listeners show? who pay our checks. <laughs> Such animosity over the rundown. It's a great you know segment. What, you know what I, I, why I don't like the rundown? Why is because that? Because I have to do it. That's I, why. Yeah, I, 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 I understand that. I know that about you. The reason why we do yikes and we enjoy yikes, thank you, is because it's the segment that's not a segment. We can choose to end it at any time. There's no commitment there. Right. We do it because we want to do it. The rundown, I know we have to do. You have a weird thing. I'm not saying it's a weird thing, but I guess I, yeah, it is a weird thing. Where you, you've had yikes for a while has been a segment that's not a segment. Mm -hmm. Game show for a while. Segment that's not a segment. Was a segment that's not a segment. still is. Yeah, I know. I have not submitted that to the, see what happens is, is we come up with these benchmark segments, right? Same time every single week. And then we submit them to the sales department so that sales can go out and sell these things. Mm -hmm. The problem is, while I'm all for making money for the radio station, the problem is once sales sells something, then we're obligated to do it. 
So Game Show has no sponsor because we've never told sales it's a thing. Yikes has no sponsor because we've never told sales that it's a thing. If all of a sudden those became sales items, right? then we'd have to do them and I would hate them. It feels like if you were, I don't know if you were like this when you were a single man, but it feels like your relationship to those segments is like a spring fling where you you have a nice little moment where you meet someone. You have a few times where you don't even call them dates. You just go out and maybe afterward things happen. Okay. But then at the end of that, if someone said, are you boyfriend, girlfriend, you would say, oh, no, no, no. We're just just hanging yeah, out. We're just enjoying each other's company. But if at any moment someone was like, no, that's your girlfriend. And she said, yes, I'm your girlfriend. You'd be like, oh, well, this is over. Like you'd be out instantly. I feel like. Is You're that right. true? You're okay. Exactly right. See, I didn't know you back then, but I think I figured you out a little bit. And that's how I knew, because I knew very early on, and as you did as well, that I wanted to marry the woman that I ended up marrying. Oh, yeah. Because that process did not scare me. Yes. If right. the only way that I could be with this woman every single day is to be serious with her and never see anybody else, then so be it. Because it's, it's worth it. Right. To be with this person every single day. So what we're saying is tool of the week is marriage material. Tool of the week is marriage material. Would you rather? Would you rather is marriage, is material. marriage material. And a lot of that is because I don't have to do anything to maintain those relationships. Those are listener driven segments. The listeners are the ones that provide all the effort for that. All we have to do is read them. So yikes is like a busty waitress winking at you and maybe serving you an extra drink for free. And you sure, say, hey, whatever. you slip a number on the on the receipt. She calls. I've things lost, happen. I've lost control of all these analogies. I don't remember. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Let's do a way too early top 25 for next college football season coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident still being worked on on Parsons Avenue at Obetz Road. Traffic is still slow in this area as they try to get things cleaned up. You'll also find an accident involving injuries on West Mound Street at Central Avenue. Still working to get this one clear. A record now on scene, but traffic is still slow here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples helps your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get 25% off custom printed labels, postcards, flyers, brochures, and more when you spend $60 or more. In-store only. Offer ends on the 29th. See staples.com slash print for details. Staples, the working and learning store. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. New Uncensored Podcast is in the feed right now. If you subscribe to the podcast feed of this show, it is there waiting for you. If you don't subscribe to the podcast feed of this show, what are you waiting for? Go to wherever you get your audio, wherever you get your podcast. Search Common Man and T-Bone. Our cartoon faces will pop up. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. Uh, college football season just ended. 
But that's not stopping all these other, you know, websites and stuff coming up with way too early top 25s for next college football season. We told you the Vegas odds to win the college football national championship next year and how Alabama had the best odds. So it's no shock that Alabama in ESPN's way too early top 25 will be the number one team in the country again. They have Ohio State at number two on this list. Georgia three, Texas A&M four. Michigan five, they are saying not a fluke for meat chicken. Notre Dame six, Utah seven, NC State eight, Oklahoma State flirted with a playoff spot for a couple weeks at number nine, and Michigan State at number ten. Anything jump out at you? Yeah, I mean, NC State is very interesting to me because they do have quite a few guys leaving that were a big part of what they were doing, but they still have a ton coming back on defense, and they were one of the better teams in the ACC. Are they going to rise to the level of being you know, a top 10, top 5 team all season long next year? I'd be a little surprised at that, but maybe they're one of the party crashers that we see that are not out of the, the typical power players, much like how Sparty was early in the year this year. I'm I'm a little wonder I'm wondering about Michigan State's ability to stay in the Well like that's what I was that's what realm. I was gonna that, bring up. That one seems more like a one and done type of thing. Not that I think Mel Tucker's a bad coach, but you know, eight and four, those type you know, nine and three seasons I think is more where they are going to be the majority of the time. That's where they're gonna live most years. They were eleven and two, they played well, they they played some close games that they pulled out. But I don't know if I look at Michigan State now and say, yes, they've become a perennial top 10 team I can put in there. For what it's worth, they do have Clemson at number 11 on here, so they're not buying that there's going to be any sort of long-time, long-term downfall there. They are overhauling their coaching staff, for the most part. You are bringing back a quarterback whose name I can still not pronounce, who threw more interceptions than he did touchdowns. That's still just a, for DJ Uyangalale. That is still a ridiculous number. He did, number one, that he didn't throw double-digit touchdowns. Ten picks, nine touchdowns. Right, and then also that that the number of interceptions was higher. But, yeah, they're, they're bringing in Cade Klubnik, I believe is how you say his last name, who's coming in this year. He's enrolling early. They're saying he's going to push. So I'm, I will not be surprised that Clemson has a pretty good recruiting class again. The question's going to be a quarterback. Can they get better quarterback play and then go from there, right? I mean, you're you're returning almost your entire offense, so it's going to be about can they finally get the quarterback play they need from this year, which they did not. And then if that's the case, you'd expect them to be right back on top of the ACC. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll: Which AFC wild card game are you most looking forward to watching this weekend? Bengals, Raiders, Bills, Patriots, Chiefs, Steelers. I think the majority of people listening to us probably would say Bengals, Raiders. Right. Yeah, well, you know what? Even me as a jaded old Browns fan who does not wish for a ton of success for the Bengals, they're a very interesting... Like, I'm separating my fandom from, you know, looking at the NFL as someone who talks about sports for three hours a day. They're one of the most interesting stories in all of sports, right? I mean, you have a very interesting offense, a good young team, a defense that was not expected to be anywhere as good as it was, and now they have a chance to go out and do something they've not done for over 25 years, and that's go win a playoff game. If they do that, I think you're going to see a lot more intrigue. There already is about this team, but it will continue to grow, and this will be, I think, 
the Bengals will be a bandwagon team for a lot of NFL fans who are just, their team's not in it. Who do you want to see? Let's see the Bengals do something good. Uh, I saw this today. The ratings came out for the college football national championship game. Now, I had said that this rating would be lower than last year. It's not. It was up 19% from last year. So that's some good news. 22.6 million viewers. And I saw the headline from ESPN. This is from ESPN's press room. 2022 college football playoff national championship nets 22.6 million viewers. Cable's top telecast in two years. Now, that makes it sound like a smashing success. And I guess comparing it to last year and the weird season we had last year, it was a smashing success. However, let's go through the list of college football playoff championship games and the numbers that they drew on television. First one, Ohio State and Oregon, 34.6 million was the average viewership, 34.6. Next year, 2015, Bama-Clemson, 26.7. 2016, Clemson-Bama, again, 26, even, 26 million. Uh, 2017, Bama, Georgia, 28.4 million. 2018, Bama, Clemson, 25.3 million. 2019, LSU, Clemson, 26.9 million. We'll skip 2020, this past year, 2021, Georgia, Bama, 22.6 22.6 million. So a significant drop off oh, yeah. happening there when you compare it to the other championship games, especially that was the first one. I get it, but Ohio State and Oregon drawn 34.6 million people for that championship game. We obviously talked about it at the time. What a huge number that is. Well, and let's look at what what that involves. What What is something we talked about a when we were bringing up the SEC domination of college football from the standpoint of getting two teams in the college football playoffs or into the national championship and playoffs for that matter, it's not great when your entirety of your championship interests pretty much one little corner of the country. Now, a little corner with a lot of population, obviously, the Southeast, growing population over the last 20 years. But Ohio State, Oregon, while being the first one, also had the added benefit of a very interesting story, right? With Cardale Jones, but it also had the Ohio state fan base, which is massive. And it had a good reason for a lot of people on the West coast to pay attention. You know, if the PAC 12 is good, that does awaken a good number of people to suddenly pay attention to the college football playoffs. Right. And there's nothing you can say about that to argue if Bama and, you know, Georgia play or Bama plays Florida, whoever you want in this college football playoff that's not going to get people in oregon washington california to tune in nearly as much as it will be if usc or washington or oregon happens to be in that game that's just a fact name dropping with jeff rimmer is coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar traffic center Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of Parsons Avenue at Obetz Road. All lanes have reopened in that area. And an accident has cleared from Westbound Street at Central Avenue, but traffic is still slow as it recovers over there. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples helps your business grow with custom-printed sales and marketing materials. Now get 25% off custom-printed labels, postcards, flyers, brochures, and more when you spend $60 or more. In-store only. Offer ends on the 29th. See staples.com slash print for details. Staples, the working and learning store. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. 
Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bones. Name Drop. With the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports by the Airport. Every single Wednesday this here time, we talk to our guy, his name dropping with Jeff Remmer, on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rims. Good afternoon from Carolina. It seems like every Wednesday now I'm in another uh, city prior to a Thursday game for the Blue Jackets. And, of course, this week is no different. Next week I'll be in Philadelphia. I don't know where I'll be the following week. But the uh, fact of the matter is we're on the road again as the Jackets begin a two-game road trip here. Now, this game tomorrow night is on ESPN+. Plus. It's not going to be on local TV, so you're not doing the game. Why did you make the trip? Well, uh, I'm here in case Bob McGilligan uh, contracts uh, COVID, and uh, I'm poisoning I him. In. Are you are you poisoning <laughs> his food right now so you can do the game no, on the radio I'm tomorrow? Not. No, I'm not. No, okay. no. Uh, we have you ever poisoned anyone in your broadcasting career? No, I have not. I don't believe it. Rimmer, the way the way to Next answer question. that is to say in my broadcasting career. No, <laughs> that's how you answer that question next time. In my broadcasting career, no. Right. Okay, good right. job. We'll cut that up and play it back later so it sounds like you said it live. Uh, jackets <laughs> did not look good last night against the Blackhawks. Blackhawks didn't look good either, but they were just the, no. the less bad of the two. Give me your thoughts on that performance. Yeah, it was not a good one uh, for some reason. And, and the guys have really worked hard in practice, but they just didn't have it last night. And that's going to happen in an 82-game schedule. Not a very good effort by the Blue Jackets at all. I thought Corpus Allo was fine as he played his fourth straight game. But aside perhaps uh, from uh, Gus Nyquist and Boone Jenner, I think uh, the rest of them pretty well left uh, something to be desired. Well, let's talk about Patrick Laine because, yeah, I, I know there's a lot of different things you could point to, but having a guy like that who can score goals when he is on is is something they could use right now. And one point out of the last five games for him he has registered three shots on goal or fewer in four of the last five. No shots on goal last night. I mean, what, what are you seeing from him, and, and why do you think he's not getting on track right now? Well, uh, it, I think it's very simple, and not to use this as an excuse, but the guy missed two months. Missed 20 games and two months. And I think the adrenaline was there initially, and I think that uh, he – I'm not saying he's out of shape – but when you miss two months at a critical point of the season, you're not at the top of your game. Now, last night, he didn't even generate a shot on goal. Uh, I don't think he had an attempt. He was fighting the puck all night long. But again, he wasn't alone. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer here on The Fan. You seem very upset today. What's the matter? No, I'm not upset at no, all. No, you, you, your answers, usually you give me long, rambling answers and we fall asleep halfway through. You're very succinct <laughs> with your answers today. Well, let me put it to you this way. I'm not very happy here because I've been extra careful with uh, this whole uh, COVID thing. And uh, we just came in on a bus, the media bus, and uh, the bus driver 
was hacking and coughing. Didn't have a mask on. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. So uh, who knows if he was even, uh, and I'm going to say something here at the powers of D, but who knows if he was even vaccinated. But, uh, yeah, I'm a little, uh, little perturbed because I've gone out of my way uh, to be extra, extra careful. Did you make sure that Miguel had kissed him right on the mouth so you could do the game tomorrow night? <laughs> no. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer here on the fan. What's the uh, what's the latest on Elvis? What are you hearing? Uh, I think he's close to coming back, but how do you uh, take Corpus Allo out right now the way he's playing? Uh, he's on the trip. Jackets have got two goaltenders uh, ready to play tomorrow night, and I suspect that uh, we'll see Elvis here at some point, maybe tomorrow. But the Jackets then continue into uh, Florida Saturday. And the next game is not until the following Thursday when, as I said, we'll be in Philadelphia. Then it's back-to-back as the Jackets play Pittsburgh. So, I mean, do you keep – if Corpus Allo keeps playing well, do you stay with uh, Corpus Allo? uh, And perhaps next week, uh, split the two with the back-to-back games. Uh, We'll have to see how uh, the coaching staff feels they should proceed. Rimmer, I know there's not a lot of positive right now for this team, but I was trying to think of something you might be able to point to as a positive. And one thing is, penalty kill has not been great this year, but they have now killed nine out of the last ten. I don't think they've allowed a power play goal dating back to last week. So that's an improvement. They they faced four last night, killed them off. Do you think that's something maybe these guys can build on a little bit? Yeah, oh, there's no question. Um, you win with specialty teams, quite frankly. And if, if you're not scoring power play goals, you better make sure that your penalty kill is uh, is effective. Now, the Jackets do have one power play goal in the last two games. Uh, again, last night, uh, I thought, uh, as I said earlier, it was not a good effort by the Blue Jackets, and, and certainly the power play did not look good. But I thought the previous game against New Jersey – it looked like the power play was coming together, and in particular, that first unit. But you mentioned Patrick Line. The rest of the guys just didn't have it last night. I suspect they'll be a little bit better here tomorrow night, and they're going to have to be because, in my opinion, Carolina may be the best team in the National Hockey League that we've seen so far. Of course, uh, we haven't seen Colorado at their best, and, and they've kind of turned it on here of late. But certainly Carolina, uh, I think, is uh, is the cream of the crop here in, in the Eastern Conference, even better than Tampa, although Kucherov has now returned to the lineup, and that could certainly make a difference as well. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer, brought to you by Rimmer's Friends, Buyers Imports by the Airport. Would you like to talk about your friends? Yes, I would. Uh, talked to Kevin earlier on today, and I was thinking earlier uh, today, you know, with gas prices uh, escalating as they are, perhaps uh, the next car that you should look at is an electric car, and at Buyers Imports by the Airport, they certainly have. Uh, the possibilities there for you if you're looking for the Volkswagen, which is a pretty sharp car, and I drove that one. I also drove the uh, Audi e-tron uh, in the audio, uh, uh, Audi dealership at uh, Buyers by the Airport. And, of course, uh, I've driven a take-on or two uh, over at uh, Buyers Porsche, uh, and that's their electric car. So, yeah, I, I'd suggest it, and the sooner the better. Save some money. Uh, what's, uh, what's the name dropping this week? I, Teddy told well, me you have plenty of names, so I'm yeah, ready. I, I do. I, I've got a story here and it starts certainly on a downer. Uh, I hate to go back to last week and, and talking about the death of, uh, John Madden, but uh, today I'm going to talk about a guy that uh, I met several years ago and that's Bob Saget. And, uh, I met Bob who uh, unfortunately passed away in his sleep here uh, last weekend in Orlando. But I met him several years ago at Candace Cameron's house. Candace Cameron 
was one of his daughters on that Full House, the very popular show. And Candace is the wife of Valerie Bure. And I was very close with Candace and, and Valerie uh, when we were all with the Florida Panthers, which brings me to another story here or a continuation of the same story. And one thing about those Florida Panther uh, wives uh, back in those years is they all had either celebrity wives or celebrity girlfriends. And uh, certainly one of the most and one of the biggest celebrities was was Pablo Bure as a player. And uh, he, uh, for a good, uh, oh, I'd say a good couple of years, dated Anna Kornikova. Mm-hmm. Of course, we had uh, uh, Sergei Fedorov for part of his career, but uh, Fedorov lost uh, Kornikova to Bure, and the two of them lost to She's married now to Julio Iglesias. And Enrique, Enrique Iglesias. That would be a story if she was married to Julio, yeah. the father. But. Yeah, sorry about that. But um, I like how you say it like he lost her in a poker game, too. It's like they were playing poker and he well, lost me, to Anna Kornikova. Well, <laughs> but, you know, we had a black tie affair. And, and I've got more names to throw out there. But we right. had a black tie affair. And Anna Kornikova brought her mother, a very attractive lady in her, in her own right, and, and that evening, you know, Pavel introduced me to uh, to Anna, and actually I met Anna before, but Anna again, and and uh, Anna Anna's mom, and I, I I couldn't shake her. I couldn't shake her. She stood by me the whole night and was talking hockey and Pavel and the whole thing. But just to continue on here, and, and as I said, several celebrity wives. Uh, Brett Hedekin, who's now a broadcaster in San Jose, he is married to uh, Christy Yamaguchi, the great uh, Olympic figure skater. Another figure skater, Michelle Kwan, she was uh, representing Canada in the Olympics. She was married to Brad Ference. And my favorite, my favorite was Nikki Taylor, supermodel, top supermodel. In fact, she's modeling now uh, for Tommy Bahama. She's done Cover Girl and Ann Taylor. She uh, and uh, Rob Niedemeyer were an item. In fact, they spent many, uh, many nights uh, for dinner at our place. Robbie joined us as an 18-year-old, and I was pretty close to him. He's, of course, now retired, and the brother of Scott Niedermeyer. But it was really quite something to uh, walk in the wives' room at Panther Games, and there were all those celebrities. This is like name vomit today. Well, you know, and, then, always... and, then, and then next week you'll come on and say, I've got nothing. Why didn't you save some of these? <laughs> because there's a story here. Okay. Well, story. I, I, I will say there's a term, Rimmer, I don't know if you're familiar with it, from uh, at least over in the English tabloids when they talk about soccer players, the wags, the wives and girlfriends. That's what you've given right. us as a wag report here. So right. very good on yeah. you. Well, I mean, again, what a tragedy for Bob Sagan, who's just a terrific person. And he and Candace were very, very close. She's just a beautiful uh, girl, uh, inside and out. And, uh, yeah, I just feel so bad for her and uh, all the people that uh, were so close to Bob because he was really something. Uh, and just a real down-to-earth, funny guy to be around. Way to take it down a couple notches, too. We were just talking about hot women and... How wonderful that well, is! Rims, I will tell you, I we'll was circle watching, back to the dead guy. I was watching Bob Saget stand up last night because I have enjoyed it over the years, and I went back and revisited, it, and it still holds up, still great. So, yeah, I'm Bob with you Saget on that. is one of the the few people, Rimmer, that you and I intersect on because I I too met Bob Saget. I told that story the other day, had a very nice conversation with him. Really, oh, just a great guy, isn't he? Or was. Terrific, terrific guy. Yeah. To re- and yeah. you know what I was yeah. thinking the whole time that I was talking to Bob Saget, even though I hadn't met you yet? I wish Rimmer was here. 
<laughs> I believe that would be the case, too. And you know what? When I was at Candace Cameron's with uh, all the players and, and the wives and girlfriends and Bob Saget was over, I wish you were there. Uh, I'm, sure right. you do. I'm sure you do. I wish I was there, too. All right, Rims, we'll talk to you next week. All right, take care, boys. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. And we got some news. When the entire team tests positive for corona, we can blame the bus driver from the airport. I believe Candace Cameron may have hired that bus driver if I'm doing my research correctly. Sources may or may not confirm. Uh, Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening and an accident to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find a crash on Cleveland Avenue at Innes Road. This accident does involve injuries. It is causing some slowdowns in this area. Please be careful as I try to get the roadway clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Domino's. Try Domino's new oven baked dips and twist combos. There's cheesy marinara, baked apple, and five cheese, each with dippable bread twists. Get yours or any free topping pizza for $7.99 each from Domino's. Carry out only. You must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. Only an array with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Buckeye Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, the fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys, man bone. I, I enjoyed name dropping this week. Did you enjoy it? I did. He what you you were right. It was kind of like wag vomit. It was. There was a lot of wives and girlfriends discussion, which I'm that's always interesting to yeah. me. And you've you've hung out. Rimmer has hung out with a lot of interesting people, and I can't imagine being at a party where there's just everywhere you look, you go, that's a celebrity, that's a celebrity, that's a hockey player, that's a hockey player, that's a celebrity. I, I love how he went out of his way, too, to let us know that he could have gotten with Anna Kornikova's mom <laughs> should he wanted to. He, 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 he said she was very lovely I in her own her. right. She was hanging all over me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, right. beat it, lady, I'm married. <laughs> Uh, I was he hanging did, out did. by the shrimps, and she was still following me. He did bring that up, that she she was there, and she seemed to be interested. Yeah, could not shake her is what he said. I feel like we just mentioned Anna Kornikova here in the last week on one of these crosstalks. Well, I'm, sh- I'm sure swear we did. I'm sure Mike has we mentioned mention her, her in some day. way with... Uh, like Sergey Fedorov, you've you've mentioned that well, before. That, we're fine. talking about hot athletes who sucked at their craft. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how bad she sucked. <laughs> she is hot. Still hot. Still has it today. Oh, good. I have not checked in. That's good to know. Oh, what I, is she? 45? Couldn't be. No, no, no way. Even be. No I was, way. I'm gonna say, That's way high. 30, I, like, I like how you said it. You <laughs> said like, it. Hey, who said that? Who's that Who's idiot? 45? What, what an idiot. idiot. You said it. I know. Sometimes you say an age and you realize you're wrong right after you say it. And a corner. 39. 
Uh, where is it? No, I don't. Mm. What's going on? She's over there? 40. K-O. 40. <laughs> Teddy's like, I know how to spell 40. her name. Here oh, she's all right. She's the big four zero. Good for her. Congrats to her. Why does Google hate Anna Kornikova? I don't know. Putting I, bad pictures up there or no age? 40 years old. Yeah, mm. Ted said that five minutes ago. Thanks for attention. coming. That's good. Glad you're here. <laughs> see some recent pictures. Ted's like throwing his hand. Oh, man. Why am look I doing my the, research? Oh, you're just going to ignore me. She's got two children. All right. Like what very was, nice children. What was Rimmer talking about? Was he at like the same party well, and just all these somehow, wags just kept somehow, showing up? He could have just said... Years ago, I was reminded of how I hung out with a bunch of hockey players and their very famous wives, but he chose to then loop in because they starred on the same show together. The death of Bob Saget. Yes, he did bring it down bring with Bob Saget at the Candace end. Candace yeah. Cameron Bure and, and Pavel Bure, right? They, yeah. They were an item. I'm surprised so. he didn't start naming every Hallmark Christmas movie actress that he knows once it got to Candace Cameron Bure. Sure and enough. then Lacey Chabert from Party of Five. <laughs> Well, I had she breakfast with her. They weren't at the party. This was about a party he went to where all of the, you know, wives and girlfriends of these hockey players for the Panthers, they were all there. And so he was surrounded by Man, what a, a lot of people, right? Who's the most famous person you ever saw at a party? Um, I've never been to a party where anybody, I don't think where anybody that famous was there. But uh, we were talking about this in the office the other day, that probably the most famous person I've ever met like in person, physically, and had a more than just a. Oh, I was there and I saw a celebrity. I don't yes, mean that. You met them. I met. Um, I met uh, Jason Statham. I actually had to interview him at the Arnold back a few years ago, and so we stood there and chatted for a Jason few moments. Statham's a big time star. Sure, international Hollywood star back in the day. You look like you have a story. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Not Jason Statham's story, but a celebrity story. No, yeah, do you have anybody that you've met that was super famous? I did meet Steve Urkel. Oh, yes, Probably that's right. The most famous guy kid. that I actually met, and mm-hmm. it was a at the height of his popularity. Story, the height of his popularity, right? Absolutely. We don't have time for that story right now. I'll tell it sometime soon. What's coming up on the Buckeye Show? Coming up tonight, me and Antonio Pittman for an hour. Then the Inside Edge. Then uh, Eleven Warriors Radio Hour. We'll hear from Chris Holtman. We'll hear from Kyle Young on the show. We will speculate about what the rest of Ryan Day's staff is going to look like in 2022. We'll have Dave Holmes pop in here and also Steve Rollick, the head coach of the Ohio State men's hockey team, and your chance to win some Notre Dame tickets. Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, if you are a fan of the band Paramore, good news. Haley Williams has confirmed that she, Taylor York, and Zach Farrow have reconnected in a Nashville studio space. And they are going to be putting out a new album. They are going back in the studio for the first time in five years. Haley Williams previously released her debut solo album, Pedals for Armor. I'm not listening to it, but if you like Paramore, if you were a fan of them back in the day, well, good news. They're coming back. And I don't think this time... They will actually be putting out new music that will hopefully not be ripped off by current pop stars. Did you hear about that whole saga where there's been multiple pop stars who had songs that sounded like theirs, and then they've now had to go back and give writing credits to the band Paramore because their songs, these new pop songs that came out, sounded so similar to theirs. The band Paramore? Paramore. 
Okay. Are, you, are you familiar with Paramore? Timmy has no idea who no. Paramore is. Do either of you never... Well, yes, you know I, Paramore I like is. Paramore okay. very good. much. All right, good. Paramore, go check him out. Okay. Does Ian Fitz play the fiddle for them? No. No, Jason that's the Fitz. band Perry. Not, not, not Ian, Fitz. Ian Fitz. Ian Fitz. How you doing, Uncle Fitz? Uncle Fitz is playing the fiddle. Brown water. <laughs> he actually sounds like someone yeah. who would play the fiddle in the band Perry. And then... One of the guys that comes on Jason at night Fitz here on the not fan. Sound like Yeah, that. whatever. Sarah Spain plays that fiddle like <laughs> nobody's business. Sarah Spain. Buckeye, sh- away. Buckeye Show is next. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on Cleveland Avenue at Innes Road. This accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful over here as they get things clear. Plan about a 15 to 20 minute slowdown in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Unjunk your sleep at Mattress Firm's new bed, new use sale and start the year off right. Shop select mattresses from top brands starting at $159.99. Plus, you'll even get immediate delivery. Don't miss out. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. From Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost 20 years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills. Like, my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man. Everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just <laughs> saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. 
That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I'm fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat. Soccer loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, don't, I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcast. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us care, heating and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 